Hi everyone! In the fourth episode of America's Next Top Model, one of the contestants is forced to model in blackface, and although the contestant was black, it was still problematic and could be triggering for some people. We will address the incident briefly in the episode, but we're mostly going to focus on the fun stuff. Um, I didn't think of a little bit to start with. We can just dive dive right into it. Okay. It doesn't always have to be jokes, funny jokes and stuff, Christy. Okay. This is a serious podcast for serious people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll just start. February 3rd, 2004. A beautiful show airs across the United States. <laughs> and it is episode four. <laughs> The Girl Who Needs Six Months of Modeling School of Cycle 2 of America's Next Top Model. This is Smize on the Prize. With Christy and Jake. Welcome. <laughs> this There is so much awkward energy in this episode, don't you think, Christy? Yes. Yes. In this episode, the girls learn how to express their own style while still looking like a model. And the girls have a very fun photo shoot where they pose as legendary celebrities. Who goes home this week? Janasha. Why? What? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you, normally you say, like, who goes home oh. and stuff. Okay. Janasha goes home. And it's because she doesn't have that special spice. And you need that if you're going to be short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The special spice is an extra two inches or something. Apparently. That seems to be the main thing that they begrudge her. Okay. No. I'll save it. I have other thoughts, but I'll save it for the when she gets eliminated. Okay, we'll talk. We'll come back to that. That's just a little teaser. The episode opens with the girls going back to the boxing gym and Siomara doing a great impression of Martin, the trainer. Yeah. I could listen to her do that yo, yo, yo bit for <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really fun. Um, that So that was the first awkward energy, I would say, is I didn't understand what was happening. I think it's maybe off screen, Martin Snow, the boxing coach, decided it was like a com an endurance competition or something, but they did not tell us as the viewers that. <laughs> oh. And so just every now and then he'd be like, you're out, you're out, I'm boxing over here. <laughs> and... It was Camille and April, right? Yeah, Camille and April were the last two. Doing then, almost push-ups. Yeah, and then I think it just evolved into planking, which is hard enough. And then April won. I don't really know what the qualifications were or what the conditions of the win were, but <laughs> good for her. I'm proud Go of April. her. Also at the beginning, we find out that Mercedes has lupus, an autoimmune disease, and so her hair is falling out, and her being stressed about her hair falling out makes more of her hair fall out. Yeah. What a terrible cycle for her. Yeah, that. so that was another weird energy to this episode, is we're four episodes in, and then sort of non-sequitur, apropos of nothing in particular, they just drop this bombshell on us, where it's like, yeah, and I've had lupus this whole time. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like the judges, or Tyra, or anybody knows... Yeah, I'm really curious who knows if anyone. It seems like maybe no one but the camera crew know. Yeah, I think it's probably because she's like, if I tell them I have lupus, they're not going to put me on the show. 
yeah, it seems like a big part of it for her not telling folks is just not wanting people to treat her differently or to worry that she can't like handle parts of the competition or things like that. Right. I was doing some research and according to the Lupus Foundation of America, it causes inflammation and pain in literally any part of your body. And wow. there are a lot of famous people who have lupus. Really? Like who? Like Selena Gomez, Tony Braxton, Nick Cannon, Seal, and Lady Gaga might. <laughs> it's up in the air for Lady Gaga. <laughs> she had huh. like, I think, a diagnosis, but she's never had any symptoms. So hmm. they said she has like a borderline case of lupus. Yeah. And I was like, Lady Gaga, why are you telling people this? <laughs> no, I have zero criticisms for her. She's yeah. an icon. She's raising lupus awareness, probably. Well, actually, that's a good point. She's probably just doing a lot of good. So my conclusion is you can have a star, like a star job, you know, like an actress or a music artist with lupus, but it seems really, really hard. Yeah. I mean, if it's making her hair fall out and she's in pain, that seems hard in and of itself. Yes. You want to talk about their lesson? I do. The one, is this, what's the guy's name? Simon. Yeah, yeah. So they have the you are what you wear competition lesson thing with Simon. <laughs> what, how, what did you think of this competition, Christy? Um, my, my favorite thing was the beginning when Tyra was kind of roasting herself and showing pictures of her worst outfits from the past. Yeah. That was so fun. I wish they had made that segment so much longer. Yeah, I could have watched that for quite a while. I think that this is sort of skipping ahead, but I'm going to go ahead and say that's my favorite Tyra moment. Oh, shit. That's not mine, but it's close. So okay. That's, we can save that for later. Yeah. This seemed like such an interesting lesson because, so they told the contestants to show up dressed how they like to dress or something to the effect of like, Show up in your own personal style. And so they did. And then they had to explain their outfits. And then Tyra and Simon told them why it was bad, essentially. <laughs> so They get critiqued. Yeah. That seems kind of rough. Okay. I have a... a, a um, okay. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. Tyra holds up a picture of herself wearing a long skirt and a bikini top. And she's like, ugh terrible outfit but then Siomara and Camille both wear a tiny little bikini type top and a long skirt and yeah. everyone's like that looks like a great outfit good work yeah. what are they talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's a double standard I guess it's tricky too because I think Tyra said for her outfit she like rocked up to a red carpet wearing that mm. so maybe there's a distinction there between like are you walking down the sidewalk in New York being fun and flirty or you know are you dressed for the right context maybe was part of it but they definitely yeah didn't say that and it was funny the tyra's own little double standard there i guess yeah coming at me from left field with some logic jake good work do you think this was a helpful lesson for the girls no <laughs> why because it seemed like the whole purpose of it was to tell them that they don't know their own personal style or if they think they do, it's bad. Which That's, just seems yeah. like you're instilling a lot of, I don't know, discord in your own, in their own psyche or something. I don't know. It just seems kind of mean to be like, <laughs> wear what you like to wear. That's not great. I mean, and I guess some of them got compliments, so that's good. But kind of seemed like for the most part, they were sort of picking apart their, their own style. Yeah. 
And it seems like it's one of those lessons where it's they're trying to bridge like modeling into real world stuff and trying to be like, well, when you're a model, you have to represent yourself at all times in different contexts as a model, which seems like it could be good career advice. But I don't know. The whole thing seemed sort of just ambiguously weird. Agreed. You know, the one of the memorable times I have from being judged on my outfit was one year at church camp. The theme was 80s. And listeners, you should know, I am not a costume person. I will do a lot to not have to put on a costume. And being an elementary school teacher, this is a difficult life for me. (laughs) Because at least once a month, there's a thing going on where we're supposed to dress up. I hate it. Yeah. Okay. But this year, I was like, I'm actually going to dress up. I'm going to put a lot of effort into it. So I like got different parts of my outfit from different people, planned it all out, did the makeup, and I won best dressed for Whoa. out of everybody, but the it didn't feel that good to win because everyone kept telling me they thought somebody else should have won. Oh no. But that's just mean. <laughs> her, her outfit definitely was sexier than mine, and I guess I just didn't think to go sexy at a church camp. Yeah, that's <laughs> <in> competition. <laughs> Odd. But we both looked great. I just don't like being judged on my clothing. Yeah. Is that prob- Is that why you never went on America's Next Top Model? I, I still might, Jake. Don't. There's still time. <laughs> don't put me in a box. Well, you would have to revive the show, I think. But then you, <laughs> after that, you could. True, true. But it's developing a whole new fan base with the young things. Yeah, that's true. Who did you think had the best personal style? Well, Joanna got a lot of praise for hers. Yeah. But I, I don't want to give... I, I don't like the way Yolanda dresses at all. Yeah, I guess it's tricky because this is, what, 16, 17 years in the past now. So it's kind of hard to feel like any of them did well. But mostly just because they're it's a obviously outdated uh, fashion style at this point. Yeah, who did you like? I don't really remember liking any of them. <laughs> yeah, April looked hot. Yeah, maybe I would say April because hers seemed like the most timeless style, I think. Mm, yes, that's what I was going to say, yeah. So that that was a good choice by her, I think. Yeah. Do you want to talk about their challenge? I do, because that's where I feel like the awkward energy nexus of this episode came from with Betsy Johnson. Yes, give us a rundown. So the contestants have a competition. They meet Betsy Johnson, according to Tyra, one of the wackiest designers in New York. (laughs) And based on this episode, I agree with Tyra. And so the point of the challenge was to do a runway walk. They had to dress themselves in the apartment, but they couldn't wear their own clothes. Right. But they were supposed to embody their own personal style. Yes. That, to me, is a very strange idea for a challenge to say, bring your own personal style to it, but don't wear your own clothes. Just a thinly veiled attempt to start drama. Producers, we saw it. You can't fool us. Yeah, which did lead to what I've deemed Earring Gate. (laughs) And we can get to Earring Gate a little bit later. I think that... There was very awkward energy during this. They had to get dressed in 10 minutes, which meant there was a lot of weird, like, can I wear your skirt? Can Mm -hmm. I wear your earrings? The producers are trying to get them to fight each other. Yep. So they all got dressed up, and then they had to walk. And then you could tell that they were trying, I feel like, really hard to please Betsy Johnson and give her, like, a quirky energy. 
Mm-hmm. Because when they first met Bessie Johnson, she showed them clips from runway shows where the models had kind of a quirky energy, which to me just led to everyone seeming very awkward on the runway. Yes, put some fucking music on. Yeah. Or dub it over. I don't care. It was yeah. so, like the little winks and the, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, don't make me watch a silent runway, please, ever again. <laughs> America's Next Top Model. And they keep doing it. Yeah. Betsy Johnson was giving each girl feedback, but Betsy does not know them. Like She keeps saying, like, I don't think this is your personal style. Like, maybe if Tyra was saying that, it would be one thing. Betsy just met them. And then she did uh, the first racist thing in the episode, I think. Ooh, there's a lot of racist things in this episode. Yeah, I think this was the first one. But poor Siomara, I think, she said to her... It looks like you're going for a glamorous beauty, but I think hip-hop might be more your style. Yeah, what that's... What are you talking about? Yeah, that was not great. It was bad. And then I thought it was really weird. So Shandy did her walk. She sat down, and Betsy Johnson said, Ugh, you're, try- like, you're trying to be a sex pot, and you're not. You're not yeah. a sex pot like the other girls. And then she said, Oh, boy. Now I have to decide a winner. And I think maybe she just only remembered... Shandy's walk yeah. or something. Shandy got negative feedback. Yeah, she Shandy got maybe the worst feedback of everyone. And then Betsy Johnson turned around and said, and Shandy's the winner. Because even though she didn't really do her own personal style, and she tried to do an imitation of, from my perspective, it seemed like she tried to do an imitation of a different style. I just feel like she has the most original energy or something. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah, like she, it's like she was saying she thought Shandy had the most potential. But, Betsy, you're not judging America's Next Top Model yet. You're yeah. just doing a challenge. Oh, yeah. She forgot her own rules. Yeah, it was all very strange. She did roast Janasha really hard and say she needed six months of modeling school, which is yeah. where the title comes from. Oh, man. If I have a question for you. Okay. Jake, what's your personal style? Oh. <sighs> That's a good question. Listeners, he was so annoyed. <laughs> just like... I just don't know that I have a, a... I don't feel like I can really qualify my personal style very well. He always looks so cute, though. Yeah, I guess my personal style is just cute. Um, it's especially hard, I feel like, to say in this day and age where I never leave my apartment really very mm. much at all. So my personal style is mostly just com- comfortable clothes to work from home in. What's your personal style, Christy? Ugh, when I have to go to work, it's just like black pants and a flowy shirt because I work with children and don't want anyone to look at my body. Yeah. But otherwise, it's usually like yoga pants and a tank top. <laughs> it's a good look. <laughs> Maybe like a cool costume every now and then. God, no. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Should we chat about the uh, challenge reward? Yes, that's what I want. Breaking news! Adrian is back <laughs> for 10 minutes more. Yeah, I loved seeing Adrian again. I was excited because it seemed like she was happy and doing well, but it was also just sort of bittersweet knowing the gossip you shared in the episode from the last episode of the first cycle that they kind of screwed her over. And so I'm really curious if she was just putting on a good face for this episode or if this was like pre getting screwed over by the show. 
My impression, this is before all the shit went down. Okay. Because part of the shit going down was them pretending like Adrian didn't exist. Yeah. So they wouldn't have had her on the show. Yeah, that makes sense. How did you feel about seeing Adrian again? It was so good. She's so funny. I, her, It sounded like she's changed her voice a little bit, probably because of all the criticism she got. Oh, yeah. But she was like talking petty drama with the girls. And yeah, <laughs> like, I Of course it. you are. <laughs> yeah. There was just a really cool mirror plot line where the girls at the restaurant were doing impressions of the girls at the house, and then the yeah. girls at the house were doing impressions of the girls at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that. I think it was very funny that everyone's just like, okay, we're in different groups. Time for the unflattering impressions of each other. Yeah, I think it's very funny when people do this on reality TV. But did you notice Katie was the one who was making fun of people more than anybody else? And I was just thinking, Katie, you love to dish it out, but you can't take a bit of it, girl. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. I didn't think about that, but that is very true. Because even in the you are what you wear lesson with Simon, he gave her some constructive criticism and she was not having it and was arguing back with him and started crying and then, yeah, it turns around and is making fun of everyone later on is a very funny double standard that I hadn't thought about. She gives me the impression of someone who needs to be a few years older to be on the show. Yeah. Maybe. Not to be too judgy. Yeah. We could all do a little maturing, but Katie especially can do <laughs> some maturing. Uh, can we talk about the photo shoot? Yes. This was one of my favorite photo shoots ever. So fun. Yeah. Tell us more about it, Christy. Okay, so all the girls are going to portray a famous celebrity, like Sarah was being Angelina Jolie. Katie was Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Camille was Diana Ross. Like, really fun, powerful women, all of them. Yeah. The drama that immediately started was that Xiomara was supposed to play the model Grace Jones, and she immediately got really mad about it, and Tyra even had to come out and talk to her. Yeah. And be like, no, this is a really empowering person to get. Right. But this is where it gets dicey. Yeah. Dicier than usual. Right. There's a little bit of controversy surrounding this photo shoot because of the show's problematic use of blackface. America's Next Top Model has a history of using blackface and asking models to portray other ethnicities than their own. And this case with Xiomara really fits into that category where they were, like, spray painting her face a different color, even though she was uncomfortable with it. And they didn't ask April to change her skin color, even though she was portraying a different ethnicity because her celebrity lookalike was Catherine Zeta-Jones. But they did yeah. make Xiomara change her skin color yeah. and kind of made it into a thing. Where Xiomara was in the uncomfortable position of being accused of not embracing being black because she was uncomfortable with it, while also being forced to have yeah. her face painted into a completely different person when none of the other girls were put in that position at all. I'm sorry that happened to Xiomara, and I really hope we don't see very many more examples of that throughout the series. On another note, Mercedes was not feeling well the whole time and still did a beautiful job. I'm so glad we're getting more Mercedes time. She's such a delight. Yeah, it feels, I think we maybe talked about this last time, but it's nice to see more of her because it feels like they've whittled down the contestant pool enough that 
They're like, we could spend some time on the nice, less dramatic contestants. And that's even saying something because apparently Mercedes has had this illness, this stressful, difficult illness the whole time, and they've decided that's not quite dramatic enough. We need to really focus on how Camille and Joanna oh get mad at each other <laughs> or things like that. Yeah. Janasha and Katie struggled throughout the photo shoot, but I thought all of the pictures were so beautiful. I really liked watching this photo shoot yeah i didn't i'm not super familiar with a few of the celebrities that they were impersonating but they all seemed really cool like ideas and for the most part the contestants seemed to really enjoy portraying like another likeness in that way so that was fun oh my god wouldn't it have been terrible if you were asked to portray someone you did not know who they were at all yeah <laughs> that would be rough and people were just like be Angelina Jolie, and you were like, I never what really that liked mean? that Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie. <laughs> That's your Angelina Jolie go to. Yeah. That's not a very good movie. Yeah, it's not a very good movie, but for some reason, that's the one that always comes to mind. Anyways, should we talk about panel? Let's talk about panel. Love Tyra's natural hair. She looked so gorgeous. Yeah, her hair was really cool. Eric Nicholson, I still don't really <laughs> care for. I don't really need his input, I feel like. I did not like that he said... So for a panel, they had the challenge where they were given a plethora of accessories. They had to come in like a co a black cocktail dress and the challenge... LBD. Sorry? Sorry, LD. <laughs> little black dress. They came in their LDBs, their little black dresses, and... L wait, LBDs. <laughs> what did I say? Wait, start over. Okay. So for the challenge, they came in their LBDs, their little black dresses, as Christy has informed me. And the challenge, they had a plethora of accessories that, to choose from, and they're supposed to accessorize to go with their LBDs. And then to explain it to the judges, why they picked the things that they picked. And then so Camille gets her accessories. She comes up and explains it. To her credit, she's thought it out a lot. She's like, there's circles on this, there's circles on that, this ring goes with this. She was, like, explaining it a lot, and everyone was giving her some side-eye that she was talking too much. And then Eric Nicholson was like, no, it looks bad. You thought about it too much. It's not brain surgery. Yeah, you j just say that you put it on because you liked it. Yeah. And Camille was like, but... I." I know it's not yeah. why I put it on. That would have been a lie. Yeah, she's like, I thought about it a lot. I just thought it was a really shitty attitude from him. Yeah, Eric is like a piece of toast that you got some dishwater on, but you really want to <laughs> eat it because it's your last piece of bread that you have, but you regret having eaten it at all. That is a very specific metaphor, and I'm into it. <laughs> Has that never happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was so specific. <laughs> Not the dishwater toast again. I have some advice for you, Christy, if I may. Maybe don't... When you make your toast and you put it on the plate, sit it further away from the sink. Because it sounds like this is something that's happened to you quite a bit. And one easy way not to get dishwater on your toast is to just don't even sit it next to the sink. I know it's tempting to make your toast, put it on the plate, Sit it really close to the sink and then vigorously do dishes. <laughs> but maybe just eat your toast and then do your dishes. I'm so glad you're here to tell me these things. <laughs> That's free life advice. Oh my gosh, you kill me. Ugh, I'm dead.
So I feel like though the theme I got from this challenge was almost everyone over accessorized pretty much. That was the main issue people had. Yeah, they do not have the advantage of having seen 12 or 13 seasons of this show like I have. Yeah. Guys, they're always going to tell you simple is better. Yeah. Just put on your jeans and a black tank top and they'll be so happy, you know? Yeah, it almost seems like a trap, though, that they said, okay, show up, you're going to pick your accessories. Hmm. And gave them a big old stack of accessories to choose from. And then every time we're like, no, take everything off. Actually, you look better without any accessories. It was a, tr- a trick question. They do this so often. I think there's one season where someone's like, you need to have really cool accessories And they just wanted to see who could stay classy and simple, even with bad advice. Oh, really? Why would you do that to them? It's a literal trap. Yeah, because I think Ioana did the best in this because she put on a pearl necklace and said, I just thought just a pearl necklace would look nice. And I'm like, yeah, it does. (laughs) She did look good. Which, to be fair, she looked nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, Janasha was eliminated. But, Jake, I think this was a mistake. Who do you think should have been eliminated? Janasha and Katie. Whoa. <laughs> I was done with them. Get them both out. Yeah, I wish it had been Katie. If if they stick with one elimination, I wish they had eliminated Katie. I thought that too at first, but then the more I was thinking about the episode, they have to help Janasha do every little thing. Like, she really doesn't know how to model at all. Yeah. So she needed to go home, but also Katie is so annoying, so she needed to go home. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, during the photo shoot, Janasha was given some major attitude to everyone when they were just trying to give her, like, direction for how to model and how to succeed. Like, she did a mean impression of... Tyra at one point. That doesn't fly. No. Oh, speaking of support during the photo shoots, I did notice that Tyra went out of her way to go help Siomara model. And I was wondering if Tyra was thinking back to her Siomara's photo shoot when she got almost no support and was like, see, we're helping you now. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice that she actually got some good support, especially when she was already uncomfortable in the photo shoot in the first place. Yes. So, you want to dive into our segments? Yes. So, where is Janasha now? Um, After the show, she returned to her job at Hooters, and she gave birth to a son. She was in a few calendars and took some test shots, but never really got into modeling. But she was in an episode of Wheel of Fortune and won $50,000. Whoa. I know! Go, Janasha! Yeah. But this is my favorite fact. Okay, you ready? Yes. She now collects rehabilitated plants. Whoa. What does that mean? That's just a plant, right? It's just a plant that almost died. Yeah. I mean, I guess... Technically, all of my plants are rehabilitated. (laughs) (laughs) But because I almost killed them first. (laughs) Yeah, I guess maybe she goes to, like, the clearance racks or something and gets the one of the plants that are dying and nurses them back to life. It's really fucking cool. I just didn't think it needed to be in her... (laughs) wiki summary yeah (laughs) i loved it um so this is a cool thing janasha sarah and april were all the first asian top model contestants Mm. so janasha is filipino and indian mixed with like greek english irish german so all three of them kind of broke in there at the same time that's awesome and she was the shortest girl to compete at the time yeah but 
within the next season, there's going to be a bunch of girls her size. Oh, okay. They got over the short thing after this season. Janice is going to be so upset when all the short people come onto the show. Good. Good. What was your favorite Tyra moment? Yeah, we already heard that Jake's, wasn't it when she was showing her looks? Yeah, worst looks. Tyra's worst (sighs) looks was my favorite. She looked beautiful in her worst looks. Yeah, she still looked great. I think my favorite moment was when Tyra was talking about Grace Jones and Tyra just seemed like really proud and happy and was like putting out good messages and the show could be so toxic Yeah, that those good messages really mean a lot. Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) Jake. Jakers. Yes. Who's going home next week? Katie. Katie's going home. Get out of here, Katie. Oh, please go home, Katie. I don't remember if she does, but please. I don't want to be too mean to Katie, but I hope she goes home. Yeah, she's really getting a rough edit. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win the whole thing? Still Shandy? I'm going to stick with Shandy, yeah. Okay. Got my fingers crossed. It seems like each week she's getting progressively better feedback, too, or like more praise every week. I don't know. I just feel like you can see her growing throughout the cycle. Yes, I think at this time when it was like airing in 2004, she already, Shandy at least had a big fan following. Mm. Um, do you have a favorite? I liked Janasha a lot, although this episode was a little bit rougher for Janasha stands. Poor thing. I think I'm going to stick with Mercedes plus a little bit of April, I guess. Yeah, I like Mercedes in April. Yeah, Mercedes this episode really uh, stood out, and it was nice to learn more about her. So maybe I'll jump on the Christy bandwagon and say Mercedes. She really tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah, learning about like what she's overcoming to be there in the first place is really cool. Yeah, girl. We want to leave you with the words of Grace Jones. If you're a fan of doing the unexpected, and I am, then it is an advantage to be highly skilled at changing your mind. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Rate and review. Bye. Bye. We love you. The Summit Podcasts and Games.